We have a retirement income problem here in Canada. The Canada Pension Plan, the maximum monthly payment that a person can get today in 2022 is around 1,250 bucks a month. The average CPP payment is just a hair over $700 a month. And there's no way that anybody can reasonably be expected to retire and provide for an income with that amount. Even if you factor in the other government benefits that are available, that amount would put people at a poverty level at best. But the problem isn't CPP. It isn't the Canada Pension Plan in and of itself. I've identified three specific problems that I am going to speak about and cover each of those in some detail in the video today to help us sort of wrap our heads around what this retirement problem is and help us understand how this whole big picture is supposed to work. I'm Mark Beavis and on this channel what we do is we help our fellow Canadians improve their investing lives, their financial lives in general and we've recently added actually a retirement preparation course to our academy. The first link in the description below is for our investing academy. I would invite you to check that out if you want to learn more about that. The first problem is awareness. And what we think that the CPP is, isn't really what the CPP actually is. It has never been, and it is not meant to provide us with a retirement income. In fact, the CPP isn't a retirement plan in and of itself. It is a supplement to a proper retirement plan. From its inception, way back in the 60s, the goal of the Canada Pension Plan was to provide a supplement of 25% of your pre-retirement income. It was never meant to create wealth, to build wealth, and to provide you with a life of luxury once your retirement days come. Back in 1964, Judy LaMarche, who at the time was the Minister of Health and Welfare said, it, the CPP, is not intended to provide all the retirement income which many Canadians wish to have. This is a matter of individual choice and in the government's view, should properly be left to personal savings and private pension plans. So the concept from the outset was the CPP program will supplement or provide you with a base, but pension plans and savings are what are gonna make the rest of your retirement, the fun part of your retirement actually happen. Now, if this program was working, why is it that today so many people are ill-prepared for retirement? A really common complaint is, why not just give me the money? Cancel the contributions to the plan, let me manage my own money and I'll be able to outperform and I'll be able to have a better retirement than being part of this overall program. Although that might sound great on the face of it, the reality is, and the statistics will bear out, that most people aren't good enough at managing their own money, that the results would be quite catastrophic, quite frankly, because so many people wouldn't actually manage that money uh, appropriately. We all kind of know this golden rule, that if you save 10% of your income during your working years, you should have a comfortable financial life in retirement. Well, the Canada Pension Plan, as of today, your contribution rate as an employee is 5.7% of your earnings. So if 10 is the golden rule, and people are putting away 5.7 now because you have to, there's no way around it, you can't avoid those, those deductions as an employee. Well, that leaves 4.3% that people should be investing. Now, a lot of people, and a lot of you watching this video today, do invest that money. But the reality is a lot of people don't, and that's where the problem comes into play. Now, if you are your own investor, and if you do self-manage your own portfolio, I would like to thank the sponsor for this video, which is Passive. Now, Passive is a free platform that you can use to quickly rebalance your portfolio. So they offer a wide variety of features like goal tracking, one-click trades, and much, much more. Be sure to click on the link in the description below this video or in the pinned comment to start automating your own investments. Now, for those of you who aren't managing your own investments and just are relying on government benefits, 
an argument can be made that we would just raise the amount. So we would go from that 25% base to a higher number so you wouldn't have to save so much for yourself. In fact, as we sit here today, there is a migration. The program is being enhanced so that in the, over the next few years, new entrants into the plan, by the time they retire, uh, they'll be getting CPP benefits of 33% of the income, their pre-retirement income. So they are making uh, advancements in that regard. But I would ask the question, in a case like this, is the solution uh, worse than the actual problem itself? And a concern that I have is raising those rates are simply going to encourage people to save less. Statistically, even today, the lowest 20% roughly of income earners don't actually have to save anything to provide for their retirement years. I know that sounds kind of counterintuitive, but the reality is that with the government programs in place, so the base of the Canada Pension Plan, it would be smaller if you're working less, but with the old age security based on residency, with the guaranteed income supplement, the, the government benefits that a low income earner uh, will get will actually be very close to what they're earning uh, before they even retire. So there's really a little change in their lifestyle at that point. If we expand this, so just imagine a scenario where we bump it up, there's this possibility that the next 20% tranche of people will say, gee, I like my benefits more, so they're not gonna have to worry about saving as well. And at what point do we draw the line? At what point do we say enough is enough and we, we focus more on the individual and we uh, put more of an emphasis on the individual themselves doing the savings for themselves to manage their expectations in retirement. To clarify, there are three basic sources of funding in your retirement. Number one is what we've just talked about. We've talked about the government, which forms a base just to help keep you with the necessities of life. Then there's work, uh, workplace pensions. Now, workplace pensions, sadly, are becoming less and less, fewer and fewer as time goes by. They are declining, but there are people who do still belong to pension plans, of course. And the third cog of that are these private savings. And most of us are in a position to be able to put some money away for ourselves. And it doesn't have to be a huge amount, but if you do that for long enough, the um, time, will, time will do its work and it will help us in that regard. We have to understand that the Canada Pension Plan is meant to keep us out of poverty. Things like food, clothing, shelter, it's never been designed and it never will be a plan that will provide us with luxuries or little um, anything more than the necessities in the retirement. That is our job. The second problem I'm gonna to discuss today is poverty. And poverty, of course, is a problem around the world and Canada is no exception to that rule. When it comes to retirement, when it comes to the Canada Pension Plan and how that all plays in the big thing here, seniors obviously are the most affected. If you're a senior who is already retired and living in poverty, the opportunities, the circumstances to help you get out of those circumstances are very few and far between. And it's a double hit because the fact that you cannot participate in those activities that would take you out of that poverty stance, um, they also don't help the economy because generally those things uh, that you could do will help the economy. And the second whammy there is that you will be more reliant upon government benefits. So there's a, even a bigger setback, all else being equal. If you're younger and you're capable, however, you can avoid those circumstances. You can take steps today to make sure that you don't end up in those unenviable uh, situation when you do retire, but it does take effort. There's no question about that, and you have to be willing to put in that effort to make sure that that doesn't happen. According to Statistics Canada, about one in three adults aren't financially prepared for their own retirement, 
And this situation is only expected to get worse. When we look at from a demographic perspective, the number of people over the age of 65 is set to double in the next 24 years by the year 2036. Life expectancy is also climbed to around 80. So if you're born today, a child born today has a expectancy of approximately 80. In a recent study, Canada's first poverty reduction strategy, we see that 10.6% of Canadians lived below Canada's official poverty line in 2016. If we look at who is most at risk, we have singles ages 45 to 64, making up the biggest contingent around 36% of these people are expected to have a risk of living in poverty. Lone parent families around 29%, recent immigrants 17%, indigenous peoples who are living off a reserve 17%, persons with disabilities around 15%, and on average in Canada, 10.6%. Poverty truly is a problem and there's no denying that this exists. The good news is if you are a younger person, you can prevent it. You can take steps today to make sure that you don't end up in poverty when it comes your time to retire. And that takes us to problem number three that I've identified, and it is not working, not saving, not investing. We collectively need to have a mind shift occur here. The Canada Pension Plan is a contributory plan. So the way that works is the more you contribute in your working years, the more you get out at the other end. Remember I said the maximum is around $1,250, but the average is just a hair over $700. That's because most people don't contribute their full career and certainly not at the, at the maximum amount. If you're a younger worker today, have a sense, have an understanding of the impact of not working as much as you can, not contributing to the Canada Pension Plan because that will only make your problem worse at the far end. So many people today have just simply chosen not to work. Or there's, of course, an element of the economy that works under the table, maybe some the part of the gig economy where you are earning some income, but you're not reporting it. And of course, if you're not reporting it, that doesn't go towards your, your Canada Pension Plan uh, contributions. So you're not getting credit for Canada Pension Plan. You're also probably not saving for your future years as well. So this is only gonna compound the situation when you get older. I would go so far as to say it probably is a bit of a generational issue. It's not too late for us to get back on track. And if you're a younger person watching this video, understand that your actions today affect you down the road. And don't be one of those people who is complaining about not having enough retirement income when your retirement time comes. In a 2016 Broadbent Institute report, they conclude that less than half of people without a pension plan will have saved enough income for their retirement. And if you're in the group aged 55 to 64 with no pension assets, and your income is currently under $50,000, almost 70% of people have saved less than one year's worth of income. Logically, the higher you go up the income, the more money you probably will have saved. If we look at this table from the survey, we will see that the median retirement assets for people who average income of $64,000 is $3,000. So clearly people are not dedicating enough of their cash flow to savings, to investments today, to provide for those future years. Something you'll hear quite a bit is that it's not fair that people have a registered pension plan and they don't. And certainly if you have an RPP or a pension plan, uh, that is a valuable asset. But even if you don't have a plan, keep in mind, people who do have a pension plan, it doesn't just come out of thin air. Those people, every paycheck, have a, a, an amount of their investment, amount of their income deducted from their paycheck, and that goes into this pension plan. Now, they have the benefit of matching, obviously, by the company or whoever they work for, but the fact that they are automatically, in a disciplined fashion, taking money themselves and putting that money into the plan is often overlooked. If you aren't part of a pension plan, you can still do this. You still have this option of taking a chunk 
um, on, of your own volition, setting up some kind of a pre-authorized contribution to an RRSP, TFSA, don't use as an excuse, I don't have a pension plan, to not save. No question, it's become rarer and rarer to have a pension plan today, but we know that. It's not something that's come out of the blue. It's not some, a hidden fact. It's right there staring us in our faces. So uh, because of that, getting back to sort of taking on our responsibility for that third cog of our retirement program is we can do things today to make sure that we're putting money away uh, to supplement essentially the government programs that are designed to help keep us out of poverty. I will take just a moment here to acknowledge that there is a segment of our society who through no fault of their own are disadvantaged, whether that's physically, whether that's mentally, they just simply aren't able to go out and uh, hold a job, possibly to have a, the type of job that they would like to have. So as a society, we collectively help out and look after that group who truly can't look after themselves. Um, thankfully, that's, a, that's a, a minority. Most of us, pretty much most of us watching this video today, um, you know, do have control over that ourselves. So uh, we can take those steps and make sure that we're doing our part towards uh, the, you know, avoiding that poverty as we get a little bit older. If you do know someone who's struggling financially and you feel would benefit from having this information and maybe having that inspiration to start up some form of a savings plan for themselves, um, I would uh, welcome you to forward this video to them and hopefully that'd be a nice gift that you could give them. If you would like a more comprehensive review of the Canada Pension Plan, the Old Age Security and the Guaranteed Income Supplement programs, check out this video here. It will tell you pretty much everything you need to know about those programs. A uh, reminder, the first link below is for our Investing Academy. I invite you to check that out. Thank you so much for watching the video and I look forward to seeing you in the next video.